0: You can do so much with where you are and where your grass is currently planted. I promise. It just takes you acknowledging and seeing that potential. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection. Because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, Stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey, and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hi, friends. Welcome if you are new here, or welcome back if you're returning. I am, as always, very excited to be sitting down, hanging out with you guys today. Happy Friday. This episode is coming out on a Friday, which is super fun. I mean, something about Fridays just kind of gets you in, hopefully, a really good mood, whether it was a long week for you and you're just happy it's Friday, or you had a great week and you're also just happy it's Friday. Something, like I said, about Fridays just hits different, especially as we head into the fall. It's like a double whammy, but I think when I say double whammy, that means it's negative, but fall is great. Fridays are great. So just those two things together is a win-win, right? Like you can't go wrong. And if you dislike fall season, I don't know if this space is for you. Honestly, I'm a fall gal over here. One of those basic people that definitely have a pumpkin candle going in the other room and not ashamed about it. I definitely had that in September. (laughs) So um, yeah, the weather here in Texas is just changing. It's makes for a really good mood it's a Friday if you're listening to this when it comes out and so I'm just grateful grateful for the space grateful for you who showed up I hope everyone has fun plans this weekend um like I said it's fall so there's things to do I will be writing my wedding thank you cards that has been on my to-do list for quite some time so finally have some time this weekend to sit down crank that out hopefully um and get it done completely send them out. And we are super grateful for just receiving gifts in the first place. But yeah, it's crazy where time has flown. We just passed our one month wedding anniversary, which is so wild. I feel like I say this all the time, but like, where has the month gone? How and why are we here already near the end of October? I mean, I'm not complaining. Because we're just a little bit closer to our honeymoon. If you are new around here, I just got married and that was obviously a very exciting time in my life. It was the best day of my life. And we are going to the Maldives for our honeymoon in four weeks' time. I think a little over four weeks, but. That's going to come like in the blink of an eye, and I'm not mad about that if that comes around really fast, because that'll be really fun. We're staying in one of those over-the-water bungalows at an all-inclusive resort, which I've never done before, and just, it's going to be the best time ever. So looking forward to that, but not what I wanted to talk about today. Um, really wanted to talk about this concept of forgiving your old self, enjoying your current self and preparing your future self. This is actually something that came up with one of my clients the other day and we were talking through, and it's honestly a very, very good concept that I wanted to bring over on the podcast. And so First, let's dive into, you know, the beginning stages of it, of forgiving your old self and why this is important in setting up your current self and your future self. So accepting your past, essentially, right? Like acknowledging that you cannot change your past actions, what you said, what you did, your decisions, that that has happened, that has gone, and you know, we can live in this space of, well, what if I did this? Or it would have been so different if I did this. Yeah, it probably could have or would have been. But why are you allowing yourself to stay and live in that space of what ifs? Because that continues to get you nowhere, right? So first, we have to accept your past, acknowledge that you can't change what has happened, whether that was a good or bad thing. And let's just say it was a bad thing in your mind. And accepting that everyone does make mistakes and we have experiences and regrets that we might have and it's a natural part of being a human you are not alone in feeling shame or regret but i promise you that is not from god if you do feel shame and that is not what i want for you either for your life and i'm not saying yeah just get over it i'm not saying forgive yourself and accept and move on and push it down um because we do have to face it. Part of accepting it is facing it and walking through it, acknowledging. I think acknowledging is actually a better word. Acknowledging your past instead of accepting it. You do have to accept it, but you have to acknowledge it. You have to face it. You have to walk through it. Whatever that looks like for you, whether that be talking about it to a friend, talking about it in therapy, talking about it to the person that it happened with. Maybe it's your partner or directly to that friend. And when I say, um face it and acknowledge it and talk through it with a friend that does not mean gossip about it does not mean bring up an old wound and just complain about it because there's a difference acknowledging it means um reflecting on what the pain point was, what you're struggling with to forgive about it or how you're feeling. Understand the circumstance that it might have happened in and the emotions that came from that. Like acknowledging how you're feeling about it because those feelings are valid, right? But they can't always be trusted because your past might be leading to an emotion that might be leading to a current action that isn't the most beneficial or healthy for you. So when you acknowledge your past, you're able to accept and recognize the emotion that might be happening from that. Then you can see, okay, this might be leading to a certain behavior and talking through it with somebody. So then you have tools to cope with it in a healthier manner. I am not a mental health therapist. I am not a counselor. I am just your friend, right? We are here to hold each other to a higher standard. And I want, I'm here to tell you the truth. And I'm here to be honest with you and share with you like my, my experience in life as well. And I'm not perfect. Like these are things that I have to currently do as well. But, um, I know where like your mind can go. That's why I say like, this doesn't mean gossiping or this doesn't mean like Complaining about it because that's where we we're human. That's naturally we want to take kind of like the easy route out, (laughs) right? We don't want to face it. We want don't want to acknowledge it. But forgiving your old self might be very difficult. It might be very hard. And I want to acknowledge that as well. So seeking out emotional support with a therapist is huge and key. And I encourage you to do that. But if you want the first step to be just to share it with somebody that you trust, please go ahead and do that. My DMs are also open as well. I know we probably don't know each other, but my DMs are always open at Aris Lujano or at the Girl Who can Podcast. Like I said, we are friends. We are in this together and want to hold you you higher and know who you are too. So yes, reflecting on your past and the points you're struggling to forgive um, and just understanding what might have led to that as well. And, you know, this comes with self-compassion for yourself, right? Like this comes with having a sense of, or approaching it with a sense of like grace and patience with yourself, like treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would maybe offer to a friend who made a similar mistake or just a mistake in general. And they came to you for support and guidance and in confidence, you know, and, Or even like if you have kids, you know, if you had a daughter or son who's coming to you and saying, hey, I made this mistake, treat yourself with that same kindness Um, or your your younger self. You know, you wouldn't yell at them. You wouldn't shame them. You wouldn't call them certain names or say you're a failure. You know, treat them with that sense of self-compassion and you would treat him with a sense of self-compassion with compassion. And please do that to yourself too. Because like I said, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all go through certain things. Yes, we wish it doesn't happen to us, but it does. Like that's just life. We go through hard things. um, But making a conscious decision to try and forgive yourself is so, so important. And when I say conscious decision, I mean like, saying it out loud, saying out loud, whether it be, um, at yourself in the mirror or talking through it with a prayer with God or writing it down, if that helps, you know, actually giving yourself that space to have that grace with yourself and maybe like write an apology letter. You know, like I have, I am a dietitian for those of you who are new around here. Um, and so, sometimes I have clients that come to me who have a really negative body image or are dealing with past um, narratives that they have with food and they have a bad relationship with food. Some one of the activities that I do with them is have them write an apology letter to their body because they might have had years of shaming themselves, shaming their bodies, saying negative things. And so we have to um, hold on to this concept of forgiving yourself. And uh, and actually making that conscious decision to write it down, have an apology letter, and write it to yourself—that that is so powerful. And it can also be um, obviously an emotional release, but it it can have this sense of empowerment too, because you're beginning to learn from your mistakes and accept where you currently are. Which we'll talk about, like enjoying your future self, in a second. But yeah, it just comes from a place of. Yeah, understanding where you currently are and coming from a place of growth as well. So using your past as a source of learning and personal growth is also a piece of the puzzle here. Considering how your past, like considering how your past experiences might have shaped you into who you are today and what you have learned from that, but whether it be an experience or a mistake. Did it make you stronger? Did it make you wiser? Did it maybe push you backwards? You know, but you have to acknowledge whatever the outcome was. And if you haven't learned or maybe you are repeating kind of that same um, thing that might you saw happening in the past, go back to that reflection piece and understand the circumstance, understand what might be happening around you or in your past, what might've happened that is leading you to that repeated action. It comes from facing the past, facing the present to then accept and acknowledge and go forward. And like I said, that might come with seeking out emotional support, somebody who is trained in this area, that can be very, very helpful. Um, And I think to do this, like when I'm talking about Learning from your mistakes or accepting where you currently are. This comes from setting realistic expectations. You know, like forgiving your old self is not a one-time thing. It's not like writing a letter to yourself and then tomorrow you're like, bam, fine. You know, yes, that's a step in the right direction. Like I said, it can be an emotional release. It can be super empowering coming from a place of growth. But it's an ongoing process. So setting realistic expectations for yourself, knowing that like you might have, for- have to forgive yourself multiple times. This might have to be repeated. So being patient with yourself and recognizing that you might have moments of continued self-doubt or regret um, for your past. You go through different seasons of life. So there should be you know constant reflection on your past right and sometimes I think we can fall into this trap of like comparison as well. Maybe we I know I'm talking about the past right now in like kind of a a negative sense of like oh your past mistakes or regrets, whatever. But like maybe you feel like your past was better than what it currently is now. So there can be this sense of like comparison of oh, well, I used to be, and what if I didn't do this with my current self? I would still be at my past self when things were better. And really, this kind of carries me into the next point of enjoying your current self. Yes, you might feel like, oh, the past was better for whatever reason. That might be, I don't know your current circumstance, but There's this concept of enjoying your current self and finding happiness and satisfaction within yourself and where you're currently at and being grateful. And that is huge, you know, and being grateful and happy independent of any external circumstances that you can currently control or having the approval of other people. You know, we talk about this in depth. On the podcast, I feel like, I mean, I feel like every episode is talking about concepts like this. So, even just like scroll down a little bit if you feel like, um, in regards to happiness, you feel like, well, I'm not currently happy, or I don't know what happiness means for me in my life, or what is my purpose in regards to enjoying life and feeling confident. This is literally, I have so many episodes on this, even the one I currently just did or last week, um, talking in depth of not settling for what's comfortable. We talk a lot about confidence and happiness there. So please, please, please search those and use those as resources if you feel like you don't even know how to define happiness or confidence for, for yourself currently. But going back to enjoying your current self... When you are less reliant on external factors for happiness, this is what I mean. When you're not relying on what mom or dad or sister or kids say that you should be, or even social media, like what your life should look like. And you're just enjoying what your current self is. Because I think, as I mentioned, like we can compare like, oh, our life, my life was so much better, um, you know, in the past, but that might be because you are comparing your current life to what others current life is on social media. And maybe that's not the most accurate one. It usually isn't social media is not real, but you are also being focused on somebody else's lawn where you're not able to enjoy your current circumstances and when you're focusing and staying present in the now in what you can control that's that's key That's key, honestly, to happiness when you are able to be where your feet are and stay grateful for what you have and who you are right now. And knowing that you can do so much with where you are and where your grass is currently planted, I promise it just takes you acknowledging and seeing that potential. And I say this to my clients all the time. Like I said, I'm a dietitian. I hear it very often going back to like people who come to me and they're dissatisfied with how they feel in their body, how they look in their body. And I get it. Like, that's a real thing, you know? But if we talk through this, if you were to stick in this place of hating your body, where does that get you? It leads to actions that continue to possibly disrespect your body, whether that's in the form of not fueling it properly, not fueling with the right um, nourishing foods, continuing having thoughts that shame yourself. And so I asked them, like, where has hating your body ever gotten you? And that's like when we think about like negative body image, that's not enjoying your current self. It leads to shame, which might lead to emotional eating sometimes. So when I say enjoy your current self, maybe again, going back to this concept of like body image, maybe that means flipping the script of saying, hey, I'm really grateful that I have legs to walk today. And even if it's coming from a neutral position of, okay, well, I don't like what my body looks like, but I can treat it with respect. And so I'm going to enjoy my current self by fueling it properly today, because that's part of enjoyment, right? Like feeling the energy in your life, which can come from fueling yourself with nourishing foods. That is not a punishment. And so it, like I said, it's all about how we choose to view it, how we flip the script. I'm not saying you need to push everything down of how you're feeling. If you don't like the way your life is right now, or you don't like the way you look, or you don't like blah, 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 fill in the blank. But it comes from focusing on those little pockets, those silver linings, of elements that you can control, and that helps you enjoy your current self, which then sets you up for the future. Because being content with oneself is a really strong foundation as well for your future, which is what we'll talk about in a second. But even let's just say in your in your current life, your relationships, your friendships, your friends, or your significant other, your family, being content with yourself. Um, can be also a strong foundation for that for your relationships because you're not seeking validation or happiness from others or those those people around you because you know what you who you are right now and what you have to offer is enough and i get it that is also not like an overnight realization this also might take some time but when you accept this and when you understand that what you have to offer right now is enough, even like I said, if you don't feel that, focus on one thing you like about yourself. One thing, it just takes one thing to accept and acknowledge and understand that that is enough. And you can offer that to yourself and offer that to the people around you. And then your relationships are more likely to be based on mutual respect, support, genuine connection, rather than dependency. Because when you don't feel like there's anything you have to offer, you're dependent on other people to give you validation, to give you support and affirmation. Right. And so I don't want you to live in that space forever. Um, This comes from owning your own self as well. But I also think enjoying your current self can lead to increased creativity and productivity, which is an essential part of like enjoying life. Right. People who enjoy themselves tend to be more creative and productive which I've noticed for myself as well, I get so creative when I focus on where my feet are. And even quite literally, like when I go outside on an outdoor walk by myself, I am able to really be present, one, and look inward and tap into how I'm feeling or what's on my heart because I'm giving myself space to do so and enjoy being with myself and that's also enjoy a part of enjoying the now and that this all of this enjoying your current self that i'm talking about helps prepare and take care of your future self which is these all blend together, hopefully, as you're seeing. But when we say the word future, talk about future, I think a lot of people here have it twisted. And again, we talk about this a lot on the show. But when we talk about future, I think a lot of our society, or even women in general, people, millennials, like just everybody, sometimes we're so focused on what's next. What what's upcoming? What's my life going to look like in five years? What's my next job? What's the stepping stone? And yes, important to have a direction, important to have a plan. But when we're constantly reaching and searching for what's next, you neglect what's in front of you. You're not able to enjoy that current self. When really flipping that script and when you focus on the now, what's in front of you and enjoying and optimizing that, then that actually does really, really take care of your future self and set you up for success. One, because you're acknowledging what your actual wants, needs, and priorities are versus maybe somebody else's agenda. Um, and you do things out of enjoyment. So then you can actually enjoy your future. Because I think some people, we make the goals for the future and then you actually get to that goal and you're like, well, that's that, this isn't actually what I wanted. Like I'm not actually happy. Or you're just like, what's next, what's next, what's next. And you lose a sense of identity. You lose a sense of yourself. So back to that body image scenario of somebody not liking the way they look, but reframing it to be more body neutral and respecting your body, which can then lead to an action of, for an example, respecting your body can mean taking a walk outside and getting some natural sunlight and increasing your energy that way. That is a current thing to enjoy that moment, but that actually takes care of your future health and your future self. Or even we can break this down a little bit, even more granular and practical of like something as silly as getting gas in your car. Is anybody out there, (laughs) I'm outing myself, but does anybody out there wait till their car gets to E to fill it up? I'm raising my hand over here. That is definitely me. I was, (laughs) I let my car get to literally zero miles the other day. Like it had zero on the dashboard not proud of it. I did make it to the gas station. You did not see me on the side of the road um, pushing my car. Knock on wood, that does not ever happen. But again, that was me not setting my future self up for success or not preparing my future self. I saw the the light come on when it said 50 miles, 20 miles, 10 miles, five miles, two miles. Like I saw that popping up. It was right under my nose, right? I just... I wasn't taking care and preparing for my future self. And I decided to let my future self become stressed and wonder if I was going to be pushing my car on the side of the road. So don't wait till you have E on the dashboard on your car. Fill it up. That is taking care of your future self. Wash the dishes before bed take care of your future self so you don't wake up with to a dirty house. This also means rest as well. Go to bed early to prepare your future self. So think about what you can enjoy in the current moment of like, okay, I'm going to read a book. I'm going to do my skincare. I'm going to enjoy this present moment and enjoy my and respect my current self to prepare my future self to not wake up stressed or tired or fatigued. So preparing your future self is about investing in yourself currently. And therefore, that can invest in your long-term happiness and fulfillment. And when you plan like that for the future, you se- you can set yourself and set your life up for a life that uh, aligns with your values, your aspirations, what makes you happy. And I promise that is for you. And I promise that you can do that. Um, and it's doable. And so what I wanted to do for you is break this down in regards to like an acronym. I haven't done this in a while, but I wanted to let you know how you can do some long-term preparation for your future self now. And I broke this down in PREP. So we're going to go through P-R-E-P, and these are all going to stand for different steps. The first one is P for planning proactively. This means planning for your future and creating a plan that aligns with that. And this means writing down some broad goals and then a few action steps on how you will get to that point. Um, I think it's very easy to write the broad goals, whether it's I want to lose weight or I want to get X job or I want to make X amount of money, um, X amount of money. And so uh, I encourage you to dream big but it doesn't have to be perfect. And you also don't know how to have, you don't have to have all the steps to get there. There's an element of faith that I like to weave into goal setting and planning because you have to leave room for the miracles. Remember that these are just dreams. These are ideas and God is so much bigger and can dream so much bigger than you. So remember to enjoy the current moment and be flexible and, like I said, open to the miracles. But important to have a sense of a backbone, a backbone and a plan. So planning proactively with a sense of faith at the at the foundation is P in this acronym of Prep. Um, R is reflect and learn. So reflect on your past experiences and learn from them. This goes back to that whole forgiving your old self and thinking about what do you need to adjust maybe about your current self too, to prep for your future self. So reflecting, um, using your past as that source of knowledge and growth, really, to help you make like those informed decisions and really help you plan proactively in the first Because, in order to plan proactively and write down those goals and those dreams, they might come from a place of growth because you have reflected on your past. You know what to plan for because you know what needs to be changed because you reflected on it from your past mistakes. And that alone can increase your self assurance and faith to know that you will move towards your future self as well. And E in this acronym of prep is empower yourself. That means, again, your thoughts matter and your beliefs matter. So what you tell yourself matters in prepping for your future self. That means empowering yourself with affirmations, with rest, with positive thoughts to allow you to believe in your abilities, who you are right now, and ultimately in your future self. And this whole thing, means recognizing your current value because that can boost your confidence in pursuing your future goals. That was E. And the last letter here is P. And that stands for persistence. So be persistent in the face of your challenges, in your mistakes, in the setbacks, in your in your fear, and understand that setbacks too are a natural part of the journey and they're supposed to happen. If you're not failing, you are failing. And your ability to adapt and preserve and be resilient and be persistent will build your confidence level for your future self. It's that progressive kind of overload that you know that when you can tackle on, when you can do hard things, you can do more hard things and your fear bubble pops and you grow and you are more resilient. So hopefully you can see that was prep for your future self. But hopefully you can see that um, all of these things that I'm talking about really are connected. They can complement each other really in this kind of holistic way where when you forgive your old self, that really sets you up to enjoy your current self. And when you enjoy your current self, that sets you up to prepare and take care of your future self. And taking care of your future self means that you have learned and grown from your old self. So these These all are so interconnected and they're continuously playing in the background. Um, this isn't like step one, step two, step three, like this is all like, it's like a symphony. They're all kind of playing in the background as you go through different seasons of life and it's a continuous thing. So hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully it made sense. I always love when I know that you guys took away something valuable or that you learned from this. So please connect with me over on social media at the girl who can podcast or at Aris Lujano. Take a screenshot of this episode, put it on your stories, share it with a friend, tell me what you learned, send some feedback too. If this episode helped you and you enjoyed it, please leave a review over on Apple Podcast. Consider it a gift to me. It helps the growth of the show so, so much. So if you haven't taken 30 seconds to do that, I love you so much and I would appreciate it and I look forward to reading it, but I hope you all have a good rest of your day weekend. Feel empowered. Know that you can be the girl who can. You're here for a reason and we'll chat next week. Bye everybody.